Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, headed towards the home stretch. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. Jerry's in Plum. Hi, Jerry. Hi, hi, Colin. Yeah, I was at the game that night. We had season tickets for a number of years. They called it the blue back seats. We were about yeah on five rows behind the visitors bench. Mm-hmm. So we had a head-on view of that. It was just it was beyond belief. Everybody just looking at each other. What happened there? It, it was it was something to see. One thing I remember about that game, it was on ESPN, of course, and it it was snowing pretty heavily that yeah, night. Yeah, it was. It was snowing really bad. And they moved the game time up half an hour because it was on ESPN. Well, now the game was delayed for, what, 45 or 50 minutes, something. And, oh, man, there goes our advantage of getting out of here before the snow gets too bad. And the um, other part, too, is I don't know where you parked, Jerry. Uh, Like, I would get a ride home. I was obviously too young. Um, But it was – it was treacherous to get to your car and then treacherous to get down the hill, depending if you're going to the parkway or wherever, because they didn't necessarily take care of the roads that were going down. And at that time, Children's was still right there. Yes. Uh, I think I parked in the garage was next to Western Site. That's where I usually park. Of course, it's gone now. But, yeah, it was, it was pretty treacherous just trying to get down down the hill back to your car. So, uh yeah, that was uh, that was some night to see. Well, let let me ask you this: If you sat in those blue back chairs, right? Yes. Um, did you were you there the night Khalid El Amin made the shot and jumped up on the scorers table for UConn? I think I missed it that night for some reason. Yeah, that might have been after I gave up my season tickets. Yeah, he went absolutely. He jumped up just like just like what happened the other night with the, the pit player did. Uh, jumped right up on the scores table with two feet and was giving it to the to the crowd right there. That was that yeah. was an incredible night. Yeah, now that you know, pit fans were going nuts over him, um, but now we're you know we're cheering for Blake Hinson giving it back to the Duke. Were you at the the afternoon game against Oklahoma when they were number two and Pitt beat them there? Yes, I was. That was okay. This is this is interesting now. That was a eighty-seven, I think it was eighty-seven or eighty-eight. Um, yeah. So that was, and I say this: people bring up the Johnny Cueto game, and people bring up the AFC Championships or whatever, and those are all better. When you mention, when people mention atmospheres in my lifetime, in games that I've ever been to in my life here in Pittsburgh, that Pitt Oklahoma game had a buzz in an atmosphere. That was one of that's a top ten atmosphere I've ever been in that day when they beat Billy Tubbs and Mookie Blaylock and Stacy King and those guys. 
Absolutely, that was that was uh, one of the. I love the I love the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. It was like you said, it was and everybody called an old barn, but it was really close in. And I know uh, I know so many opposing coaches said they couldn't even hear themselves talk sometimes in the huddles when it got so loud. There's a picture from that Oklahoma game where there is like 15 seconds left, and there's a time there's a substitution. And the only people in the whole place that are sitting down is the Oklahoma bench. Everybody yes. in the whole place is a still picture from the roof. Somebody had like a remote camera, you know? And the only people that are sitting down is the Oklahoma bench. It is a fantastic picture, Jerry. Well, I was also, when I was a student there, but I graduated in 73. And I, one of my best friends and I, we always used to get the same seat in the student section we were there the night when they were playing West Virginia, and I was there. Bad call went against Pitt, and all of a sudden, somebody's throwing a fish out of the stands down onto the court. <laughs> I don't know how they got a fish into the field hot there. Here it comes flying over our heads down onto the court. I also, last thing, and then I'll let you go. I thought one thing that I thought was great. The acoustics in that place, whenever they'd go to go to a timeout and the players would go over to the bench and the jazz band would play right there, and they would start playing, and it sounded so loud, and it felt like it felt like a gym, and it just felt like the old great college spirit. You know, like right when they would start playing, the pep band would play. That was something. You could almost feel it bouncing off your chest. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. <laughs> I know. Great call, Jerry. Man, I've turned into that old guy that likes to talk about the old times. But when that jazz band or the pep band, whatever they were called, and they'd sit in the end zone there by the like the students, when they would start and hit, and then the cymbals would hit, and it was just such a a rush. And the other part too is those games were on, especially the um, the afternoon games on CBS on like Saturdays. I think sometimes they were Sundays, but mainly no, mainly Saturdays with Billy Packer and those guys. Like that that Oklahoma game that I speak of. Oklahoma was number two in the country at that time, and they had Stacy King and Mookie Blaylock, and they had another good player. But Billy Tubbs was like the guy at that. He was like the coach, and they came from Norman, and they came here and Pitt. Did them. I mean, they did. And that was a game they kept there because keep in mind, I don't know why I'm telling people this. I, I feel like everybody should know this, but then I remember that people don't remember all that uh, or people didn't live back then. So often they would move a big game like that to the arena. Like they played Sean Elliott in that Arizona team at the arena. I think Steve Kerr may have been on that team, the Arizona team. They would move a Syracuse game or a Georgetown game, uh, a conference game to the arena. They'd be at the Civic Arena. Or UCLA would come from across country and they would play that at the Civic Arena, right? And they would do things like that. But they kept that Oklahoma game at Fitzgerald for some reason. I don't know if there was a scheduling conflict. I don't know if the uh, the circus, honestly, if the circus was in town or if the Penguins had a game and they couldn't turn it over that fast. I don't know what it was. Or if it was just they did that, you know, by choice, but it made for a much better atmosphere. The games could get more people, obviously, the Pitt games at the Civic Arena, but it didn't feel the same. Although Pitt beat Arizona there, 
Pitt, I know Pitt played North Carolina there with the the late, and this is sad, Montross and those guys. And I think that they, they had Calabria and Kevin Salvadori, who were both from here. They played at North Carolina when they played at the arena. They beat, like I said, that Sean Elliott, Arizona team that was really good. I want to say Don McLean and those guys came and played with, for, with UCLA uh, here. But the games that were moved to the arena – it was good for TV. It was okay for the fans, but it was nothing, nothing like Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. Fitch, I mean, it was nothing like Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. Well, there's your rant on Fitzgerald Fieldhouse 36 years after Jerome Lane decided he wanted to cause damage to Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. All right, now the feedback's coming in. So I posted that graphic, that pie chart about Taylor Swift. That Taylor Swift has been on television 0.46% of Kansas City games in the playoffs. So if you turn on a Kansas City game, 99.54% of the time, she's not on your TV. Not the whole playoffs, just the Kansas City games. 99.54% of the time, she's not on it. And some of the comments are, here's one, here's a good one. Don't you have anything better to talk about? These are the same people that were crushing me about Taylor. Now they just can't take their L, right? They can't be like, you know what? I was wrong. I I was wrong. I, you're, you're right about this. She's hardly ever on. Because people think that this is the, one of the biggest examples ever, especially in sports television, of people's inability to see what's really happening as opposed to what they want to think is happening. With this Taylor Swift. What about the Steelers offensive coordinator? 412-928-9370. I talked to Jeff Hathorne a little bit earlier tonight. You can go back on the Rewind app on the Odyssey uh, on the Odyssey app and the Rewind feature on that and check that all out. He said he thinks it'll be in a week or two at the very least. Or at the very most. And I agree with him there. I also think we have crossed a threshold for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And a very good one. And here's why. This is big. The people that they're bringing in and the people that are not even that they're bringing in, that they're rumored to be talking to, they're all the right people, the right age, the right mindset, the right offense, the right career trajectory, all of that. In the past, when the Steelers were going through a coaching search, even if it was unofficial, even if it was a rumor, even if it was somebody that wasn't even coming in, but it was just a name bandied about. They weren't names like this. This is why I think the Steelers actually are headed in the right direction. Now, what they can make of the current quarterback room, I have no idea. But in looking at this, you don't hear names like that associated with the Pittsburgh Steelers normally. What you hear are retreads, guys that are going to come here and this will be their last job, or guys that will come here and work for two or three years and then get fired. And that's... It and then they're done, and this is the end game for them. To hear the names that are actually thrown out there is very, very enlightening. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. That's four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. The ugliest gym in Division One basketball is on. Well, second ugliest is on the television right now. New Mexico State is playing at Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State is flat out ugly. It's just, it looks bad. It doesn't look very good. It's got an orange and 
uh, like wood colored court, and it's just very plain and drab. And it looks like it. It looks like Sarah Catholic's gym is better than it. So anyhow, it is the second ugliest one though. They showed Oregon's playing surface a little bit ago. I am all for these new NBA ones that make it look like a like this 3D kind of mode that you're watching. The court that Oregon is playing on is not just ugly and doesn't just mess with your eyes. There's just it screws up all the practicality of a basketball game. It really does. You can't tell what is where, what line is in this place, if there's the three-point line, if that's the timeline. It's bad. If you get it, they were showing Oregon highlights just a moment ago. If you get your eyes on those, it's it would make me not want to watch a basketball game. I I honestly mean that. That's not hyperbole. All right, we'll come right back in just a couple minutes. I got to talk about Bill Belichick and reset that. Bill Belichick and reset that before we get out of here at ten thirty. Here on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. A couple more minutes here. So I got to throw this out there. We have reached the season point in the calendar where I got two texts today, right? From people, from eh, iffy people, right? And they were people who heard from someone else. Two texts from people. One this morning and one on my way here. The first text I got this morning was, hey, my buddy says that Russell Wilson was at the Fairmont having breakfast and talking to some people. So that was this morning, okay? 
That was the first one that I got. The second one was like at 4.30 today. And it was, hey, I swear I just saw Russell Wilson at Pittsburgh International Airport. So I'm just putting that out there. I'm letting you know. We have reached the season where that's where we are. That's the stuff that's happening. Just letting you know. I I have. Do I believe it? I don't know. I'm just telling you that's what's happening with people. So anyway, 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. How about this? With Brock Purdy. So with Brock Purdy, I marvel at the amount of people who still don't believe. Okay? I almost said Chase Purdy, who is a NASCAR truck driver. Um, that I, I have I I once Joel gets a laugh out of this because I don't think Joel was here. Um, my son, as people know, is a gigantic NASCAR person, and Chase Purdy is a driver. I once did a whole like 16 minute segment and called Brock Purdy Joel Chase Purdy the whole time. And just rolled with it. And I didn't realize it till the segment was over. But you got to do what you got to do. Anyway, I laugh at the people who are like, I don't know about Brock Purdy. I don't know. He really hasn't proven anything. And then to take it a step further, I heard guys on the PM team who I love. but I, and, and they weren't saying this was the case. They were asking the question, I believe, could Kenny Pickett do the same thing in that offense and have the same numbers as Brock Purdy? Meaning, like, are they interchangeable? Is it just all a, a matter of him being a system, the product of that system? Let's stop for a moment. I mean, for one moment here. I don't think that Brock Purdy is Joe Montana. But he's 17-4 and four as a starter, and he's got 44 touchdowns against 15 interceptions. I certainly can recognize just how good the offensive play calling is. But at some point, you got to give the guy some credit, right? Like, at some point, it's it's part him, isn't it? We have gone a long way, and we've done a lot of somersaults, and we do a lot of things seemingly in this um, in, in this market. To try to knock, and especially the picket lovers, to knock down Brock Purdy and what his accomplishments are when he's been pretty damn good. Like, you might want to back it up a little bit and take a look at exactly what he's done because, man alive, he's been really good. To Belichick, 412-928-9370, he's getting frozen out. He's not going to get one of these jobs. And he's not, I don't... Why in the world would he take a coordinator job? Or would he take a special assistant job? You know, honestly, you'd more apt to see Bill Belichick be Harvard's football's head coach than an assistant with the Giants or something. Really, he's not going to take a job uh, as a special assistant or defensive coordinator. It's not happening. I think what we've seen in football right now and what we're seeing right now through this hiring process and this hiring cycle is – and it's not ageism, but people need to hire coaches that relate to players. People need to hire coaches that are closer in age to the players. People need to hire coaches that understand the players. And people need to hire coaches 
that are forward thinking and are with the times. The whole retread stuff is done. It really is. Harbaugh's really kind of the only one that's going to get hired in the cycle that's like that. You have uh, Canales, who's 42 years old. Panthers hiring him. Falcons, Raheem Morris, 47. So he's getting that job. Harbaugh, like I said, he's 60. He's kind of a retread. He's getting that Chargers job. You have Pierce with the Raiders, who that club and those players, they just beat the table for. They wanted that guy. They got him. He's 45 years old. Patriots, Mayo, 37 years old. Tennessee's hiring Bill Callahan's son. He's 39 years old. That leaves Seattle and Washington open. Washington's going to get Ben Johnson, 37 years old, as soon as the Lions are done playing. So that's the way that it is. You look at the coaches and the way that it's going. Will people fail? Sure. Some of them will be out of a job in one or two years. That's just the way that it works. But I think owners right now and people who are hiring these coaches, they'd much rather take a chance on innovation than take a chance on people who have, even at people who have had much success in the past. They don't want old retreads. They look at it as, what do we need to sell to our fan base? We need to sell excitement. What do we need to do? We need to get people in the seats. We need to get people uh, interested in our team. We have to sell merch. If you look at a lot of these teams, they don't necessarily drum up a whole lot of neutral fans, right? They have some diehards. Even their season ticket bases aren't great, but they're organizations in places that are kind of hit a lull. Can they be brought back? Yeah, but you're not even with Bill Belichick. I don't think you're bringing him back. He's 71 years old. Best case scenario, how long is he going to be there? Two or three years? Maybe four years? I don't know if that's the case or not that he brings people back. So you take a shot in a big shot and one on a younger coach. And that's the way of this hiring cycle. Here's the other part that I was thinking about. I don't know if it's ever going back to the old way. I just don't. I think that you better make the most of when you get hired when you're like 37, 39 years old, and you better hope that you stay in the league like Mike Tomlin for a long time. Because if you fail, even if you fail early, once you're out, you might be out. That might be the new way of all of this. And the next innovator is going to get your job, and he's going to get a shot. And if he could coach and be a head coach for 10 years, 12 years, 17 years, whatever it is, that's what it is. But we're not going to get into this cycle where This guy, oh, he coaches over in Washington, and he has an okay record, and they need a head coach in Vegas, and he goes and coaches there. And then maybe he'll get one more shot down in Miami or over in Houston. Those days seem to be done. And Because here's the deal. If the GOAT, Bill Belichick, people I don't think he is, but a lot of people think, think that he is. If he can't get a job in this hiring cycle, if the guy that a lot of people think is the best coach ever can't get a job, then (laughs) it's bad news for a lot of other people. And the other part with Bill Belichick is, I wonder if he's done, if he's finished forever. Because if he doesn't get back in now, the worst thing for him is that some of these younger guys have success. Because then it's, not all of them are going to, but just if some of them do, it's going to prove the process right. That, All right, those old tattered guys, even no matter how great they are, those old tattered guys aren't the way to go. 
The way to go is a new trajectory, a new person, a new system, and a an assistant that was somebody that was seen as kind of a maverick. If that it's bad news for Belichick. It really is. And the ilk. All right. Here we go. San Francisco and Gonzaga. 14 minutes left. I'm watching this game. You know, if you went to Gonzaga, I think Gonzaga to me is the West Coast Xavier. There is no football at the school. Basketball is the as the thing to be. They're kind of there every year, although Gonzaga has been uh, has had more regular season success, although Gonzaga can't really get it done in the postseason. But it feels like the kind of place that is rocking and thirsting for needing to get over the top. I want to go to a game at Gonzaga. Although, John Thompson, or John Thompson, John Stockton is a wacko. So I would hope if I ever went to a Gonzaga game, that if I got like really good tickets, I wouldn't have to sit next to John Stockton. Did John Stockton and Carl Malone do that sit down yet? Did you see that they were going to do a sit-down? And they put it on the Jazz website. And even Jazz fans were like, yo, we don't need this. We we don't. Let, well, I'll pass. We don't need a sit-down between John Stockton and Carl Malone. We saw their career. We saw enough. One of them's a wacko. The other one is a bad guy. So we don't necessarily need to have this uh, for our viewing pleasure. Let's just move it along. Anyway, 412-928-9370, that's the number. I'm going to get out of here in just a couple minutes. What is going on between now and tomorrow? I started to think about this already. I don't know what I'll have to talk about tomorrow. I hope the Pittsburgh Steelers identify a candidate and put out there that they've interviewed someone. That would be big. I hope some. there's not any more coaching hires. Seattle or Washington isn't going to hire someone, I don't think. So there's that. Um... It's pretty slim pickets. We might have a lot of fun tomorrow. I might I might do two full hours of no sports. I think that's probably the way to go. Have a bunch of nonsense. Have a bunch of just debauchery. Have a bunch of people call in and do a bunch of silly things. You know, I might steal Pony and Muller's bit and have a you pick what we talk about in a certain hour, or not a full hour, but just a segment. Anyway, I'm getting out of here. Uh, the nightly sports call is coming on. Joel, who's on the nightly sports call tonight? If I had to take a guess, it would be Richie and Chris. Oh, it's definitely Richie. Um, but yeah, we're Probably in the, Richie and Chris, if I had to guess. We're in the guessing business, so good guess there. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow just at dinner time. We'll go from 6 until 10.30. You know who's on the nightly sports call tomorrow night? You. Yes, good call. Uh, I'm out of here. I'll be back at 6.30. It's been great. It's been one or six. It's been great. It's been wonderful. We'll talk tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.